I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. I'm April, VP of the cutting-edge sex toy company, Hot Octopus, and I dedicate my life to the business of sex. We are on a mission to teach you how to have hot sex, deep intimacy, and how to make your own rules for who you are as a sexual being. Welcome Welcome to to the Shameless Sex Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 50% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. I have a song for you. What's your sound? This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 I thought it was going to be, I can't go for that. No, (laughs) no. No No can do. (laughs) That's what I say about your Halloween song. What? You don't like my Halloween song? I mean, look. The Nightmare Before Christmas? Your Halloween song. Oh, Tim Burton. Yes. I actually didn't realize it was that. I never watched it. it now and before Christmas. I never watched it. And if you celebrate Hanukkah like me, then you can watch it then too. Do you watch Claymation like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Kind of freaks me out a little bit. Is there Claymation porn? Does that exist? I'm sure. It's 2021, bro. There's everything. (laughs) Claymation. (laughs) I'm sticking my dick into your Then then it's like putty and it just like squishes. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of coming, it just. I used to watch Gumby when I was little. And but I would also have nightmares. What was Gumby's friend's name? A pokey. Good job. Yeah, pokey. I'm the, just quizzing the you. The weird right now. orange horse. But it had these like weird alien I mean, it was it was it was odd. It was odd. Some weird shit. And I'd have nightmares about them, but I still like the show. I have weird nightmares about a lot of the shows I watch that I can't believe my mom let me watch. AKA Alfred Hitch- Hitchcock presents on Nick at Night when I was like seven, watched that shit every night. Didn't they no one knew I was doing it? No I wonder you're like, so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I would go down and I was like, ah, someone's gonna murder me. Just kidding, I don't think she's fucked up. It's I think psychologically, she's it's psychologically very interesting. Yeah, that messes with your mind. Anyway, I, I do think about that. And it is November. So or this, no, it's, no, this is this, coming yes. out after Halloween. Oh. So two days after Halloween. So um w- when you hear this, we will have already celebrated Halloween. I just want you to know that April's dog legend dressed as a golden girl for Halloween and it was fabulous. We haven't done Sophia, it yet, but I've already, I've already seen him in the costume and it's great. We should put something on Instagram. Go to the Shameless Sex Podcast Instagram and you can see some of our Halloween shenanigans because we are silly and wild and Sophia is fabulous. And he was very into it the whole time when that's he wore a, the costume. That's a lie. <laughs> Every minute. Hey, I don't want to get anyone saying I'm abusing my animal. <laughs> it's just the wig he doesn't like and I took it off after a little while. But he has a cute little purse. I know, but that's just attached when he shakes his paw. It, oh, yeah. His little arms go up. It's adorable. Oh, my God. It's adorable. We'll take lots of vids. Uh, so this episode is with Lisa Well. She is British, right? Is she from uh, the UK? She lives in South Africa. Uh, she oh. is from uh, the UK. UK. Ah, well, good thing you corrected me on that And one. I have zero uh, South African... Um, Accents? Yeah. I can after I... I speak with folks from there. Uh-huh. Uh, it's always a little bit challenging, but it's it's a beautiful um, accent. Yeah, she's... She's, she's just doesn't have that. And she's she's awesome. So this is about sex and pleasure for really busy people, which is her specialty. She generally works with uh, vulva-owning humans. She's a sexual empowerment coach and pleasure coach. We'll read her bio in a little bit. She has... She said she has three kids? Oh. She's busy as fuck. I don't remember how many kids she actually has. That's a good I question. I think when we recorded, because she, she was on uh, South African time, so she was like... 
uh, I just made all the dinner for everyone. And she did all the things, but she still figured out how to bring in pleasure and intimacy with herself and her partner during really busy times with a career, with children. Um, and while this might be more geared towards uh, vulva-owning individuals because that's her specialty, there's so many takeaways here, no matter what kind of bits you have. Because let's be honest, who the fuck is not that busy these days? As in, some of you aren't, but most people in this day and age, it's life is hard. I'm gonna say, dude, dude. Everyone I know is busy. It's yeah. it's so it's difficult whether they're parenting or working or both or tra- traveling or uh, podcasting or making uh, independent films, <laughs> porn. Maybe <laughs> I didn't. I didn't elaborate. I mean, that's what, that's the kind of busy. Um, yeah, it's it's just that time, and um, I, yeah, and if you're not busy right now, just know at some point you probably will. So there, there'll be some good takeaways here, and it's also just about prioritizing pleasure. So even if you don't identify as busy, sometimes we can still say, "I have all this time, but you know, I know I should ple- do self care or pleasure." I'm just going to watch the Netflix. I, I'm going to go do the thing I know that's not maybe like in my highest self. I've been so stressed out. And the one thing that has helped me overcome Baton? my stress from work and everything, because shameless sex isn't my only career, right? I am so busy and I get, you, you see me mega stressed out. Oh, You're yeah. always like, oh my God, girl, take a fucking break. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. Had octopuses, eight arms. They're grabbing me everywhere, <laughs> all over. But I'm, not like tentacle I'm porn. I'm getting choked out. Yeah, <laughs> by, by my hot not octopus. Not in the hot way. No, I mean, sometimes in a hot way. But I, but masturbation, self pleasure, and pleasure with partners and mm. orgasm helps me actually de 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 stress and drop in and uh, it's it's when when you don't make time for it. And I've said this to you before, Amy. Like the forty-year-old version in that part where he's like, "If you don't, yeah, if you, <laughs> is it true? If you don't use it, you lose it." And it's true if you don't prioritize pleasure with self uh, or with your partner or your lover, you do tend to sort of you like lose it, the groove. Yeah, like the like and it feels unfamiliar. It's not that it's gone forever, but you're just so um, unaccustomed to being a part of your daily life that getting back into it can be. Hard and takes work. Hence why it would be really helpful if we just kind of never step really far away from it. Because then we don't have to do as much work to get back into it. Because you're you're kind of already there. It's so like, try to use it. Yeah, And keep that fire burning. Keep that fire burning. We're full keep of jingles. Keep that fire burning. Shameless sex <laughs> Okay, right. sex question time. Wait, sex question? sex question time on shameless sex <laughs> so That was like Elvis meets Cher. Yeah, I know. I was thinking meets- that. Our shameless sex jangle. Meets April Lampert. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Extraordinaire. Okay. So, sex question. And someone just fast forwarded. Oh, God. We lost them already. No, stay with us. This is a fun sex question. Okay. This is from a couple. We are a bi penis owner and a bi, so bisexual, vulva owner. And we are looking to find ways that we can each play into each other's bisexual side in some way. We found that whilst. There's so many toy and accessory options that allow my partner to fulfill my desires as a bisexual penis owner, dildos and strap-ons and other fun. We're struggling to find an outlet that would allow me to reciprocate and satisfy some of her bisexual needs and desires. Sure, pocket pussies exist, but they appear to be aimed solely at penis owners. Where are the pussy toys for women? Is there such a thing? I'd really like to be able to share and explore that side of my partner's sexuality with her, just as she has done with me. So, 
chimp. We talked about this a little bit before, just so you know, because this is a big question. And, and this was actually a question where we're like, could we know so much about sex toys? Because we've worked in the sex toy industry for, God, how many years now? Since 2008. Since 2008. It's 2021. And, it's a long ass time. And I own purepleasureshop.com with my mom. And so we, I see the, the toys that we saw in there. You and I are at trade shows. Well, right now it's a little different at COVID time. So we used to go to trade shows how many, like four plus times a year and see all of the toys. And this was a question for us. Like, if anyone could answer this fucking question, it might be us. There's also so much variation between what this vulva owner that wants to receive more pleasure from her penis-owning partner, what what her desires are as a a bi-human. Does she crave the femme vibe? Just the pussy? Just the sensation of having the the eroticism of of fulfillment of like having another vulva owner in in the room or present in in the partnership or on her own? So that's like there and and because we should share all of the things because yeah. there's so many different options here and there's so many variations because it depends on the person. Well, I like that you said that because these they all offer different things. Kind of like when you think of kink and you think of how there's all these different sections and some are about like power and dominance, some are sensation play. Like, so what, what kind of experience is she looking for? Is it, you know, one thing could be if she's looking for the femme experience here where... Um, it's almost like you are another vulva-owning person that she's having sex with. And, and like April said, a femme vulva-owning person. W- maybe what if you wore some sexy lingerie? What if you took on the kind of drag role or gender play role or cross-dressing role of um, being in that femme role and playing with her from that place. If she was into that. If, she, if that's she's what into she's that. craving. Yeah. Yes. And if the penis owner is, is And if you're down. Yeah, if yeah. you're totally down. And then, like, uh, you know, we were talking about this before, too, is, you know, a lot of lesbian sex happens in so many ways. A lot of people just think scissoring. Like, that's all they're doing. Um, or, like, munching box. And there's so many <laughs> different things. Like, Thank you for you saying know, munching. Munching box. They're using sex toys. Um, they might be doing some scissoring. A lot of grinding. Maybe some humping. If your fingers make unlimited phallic things to do wonderful things to the clit in the G-spot. Um, and you can reenact a lot of those things, but I'm wondering if it's like the, adding the role into it at the same time. Of is, is it a femme role? And then would that maybe assist in that? Well, there's also the the conversation of adding if they're bi and they're both bi and the penis-owning portion of the partnership doesn't feel like they're able to fulfill the vulva owner's needs to reciprocate, to satisfy as, as, um, the question, the questioner, uh, mentioned, could you offer a, a, a third party threesome, from yeah. time to time threesome? Yeah. Or we talked about the cam, cam modeling yeah. cam yeah. that there's cam people, the cam girls, the, cam humans, which means camera. That's short for camera. If anyone was confused, yeah. uh, you can, you can, there's performers that, are available, and we talked about this because oh yeah, that toy. toys. There's well, there's um, uh, there's a plethora of products that are digitally interactive. You download an app, security safe. No one has to know your real name. If that's you know their comfort levels strange, you can hide your profile so it's not public, so no one knows you're on this app. Uh, so security is a thing, but you can get interactive products that link up to cam performers mm-hmm. that are vulva owners, and if you're a by vulva owning human in a partnership, you could access the toy, put it inside and have them actually control or you control or either uh, you them. control them. 
one. There's you, like so many different. You were yeah. Scenarios. You were talking about it was the Oh My Bod Esca. I think it's E S C A two interactive wearable G spot vibe. And there's this part that goes inside, and there's this other part that's on the clip, and so, it lights up the uh, the uh, yeah yeah. It, it, it's flexible. It's really cool actually. It's and a then cool you product. can control it, and you're kind of like having sex and being simulated by another person who has access to it. And you're saying cam models are using this either themselves or they'll access it if you have it. Yeah. So that's you, fucking badass. You, um, and all of the toys, if they're if they have so, um, if they have the same interactive uh, software, which uh, I'm learning more about because Hot Octopus is launching a interactive toy in interactive toy, excuse me, and so I'm learning about the software and how it all integrates, and it's really fucking cool because it also integrates with porn. Uh. So you can, if it's on the same platform, you can feel the performer on your product as they're moving or thrusting with you when it's uh, the products on your body. Uh, so. That isn't as, um, that's not live, right? Yeah. Like a cam performance is live. Unless you're paying you a, a cam model. person, yeah. Right. But if you're watching down. porn, but it's still really cool because it gives you all of these options. We could watch porn, like girl and girl porn maybe, and, like, and then you completely. would be getting fucked by them? Yeah. So if, it, if it's linked to the software, so Kiru, it's like uh, who develops all the software, um, they are, they're like revolutionary. They did the Oh My Bod software. They're doing the Hot Octopus stuff. They, uh, they're like, I don't know, they're really fucking cool. And, Try yeah. to spell it. I, get, I bet you can't spell yeah, it. Yeah, you can't. Well, guess what that product... You, you I can, just yeah. Googled it as we were speaking. And we actually do have it at purepleasureshop.com. It's O-My-Bod. So O-H-M-I-B-O-D. And then separate word, Esca, E-S-C-A, two, interactive wearable G-Spot vibe. It's at purepleasureshop.com. You get 15% off with coupon code SHAMELESSSEX. And you How can try that How much is it? Out. It's like 100 bucks. Yeah, it's like 119 119 okay. And you get 15% well, that's off. Good. That's actually a good deal because you do get... so that toy is really powerful i um have never actually played with one i've only held one in my hand yeah but i'm like that is really cool and it can interact with all the other products that link to kiru products and the camming experience is so i i don't want to say that's absolutely safe but it's safe because you're not meeting with them in person they're not going to try to steal your partner you're not cheating on your partner you're there to you're there together or they maybe you just let them go and have that experience but you know about it and they can still have this vulva on vulva experience without touching each other there's no stids involved it's fabulous that's, and you're supporting cam workers that's what that's what I, I love the cam outlet we've uh, talked about it before because we've had cam performers on our show and I'm like this is a really great just like outlet that we have digitally uh, cultivated. It's 2021. It's like, wow, we're able to like fuck people online. And they can be entrepreneurs toys. and their own bosses. Yeah. And it's not all, like, not all cam companies are created equal, by the way, but like we had, it was uh, Hadusa and various mm-hmm. people. And they're like, I make, a, I make a lot of money and it didn't, it took a long time to get there and I love my job and I make my hours. And anyway, so go check these things out. Thank you for this question. It was a really interesting one and actually fun to have us like kind of have to ponder in the beginning about it. So I really appreciate it. We put our heads together. We and did. In our, our vulvas. In our vulvas. We were scissoring before this to answer this question. Oh, I said dry humping though as well. Dry you, humping. You mentioned that though. Yeah, dry, totally. Well, I'm... I like dry humping in general all the time, no matter what. I'm not even trying to have a Volvo and Volvo experience. It just feels good. I do, too. Yeah. You know what I like dry humping with? Uber lube, and then it's not dry How'd anymore. How did you just read my mind? Because <laughs> you don't want the dry... Well, I know, that's what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> you want the dry wet. humping you want a wet. is no more when you have Uber lube. Well, with Uber lube, then you, it's not only just wet, it's, it's silky, it's smooth. And it's just overall that kind of lube that when you use, you're like, I didn't 
this lube. Lube can be this good. It has no flavor. It has no scent. There's over 3,000 doctors on board in the U.S. recommending this or just telling their people, their patients, their their clients that this lube is amazing and they're seeing less reactions, etc. So it's one of those lubes that you have to check out. Well, we're not going to make you do it, but I can tell you that most of the people that have checked it out through Shameless Sex have emailed us and said, fuck yes, this has been amazing. I don't think we've heard anyone complain. I, I, I have not received zero exactly. complaints. Exactly. I was just going to say, I'm like, I've never heard. So we can't even say most people right now we can say all people yeah yeah totally someone's gonna be like hey fuck you guys i bought uber lube and i loved it so much (laughs) i married it i married it. we're going right walking down the aisle as we speak well it does have a it has a a wedding dress top (laughs) it's in a nice glass bottle (laughs) is that what you're talking about it has a white lid so it could be like a wedding dress a pump top it's not pumped up it's It's wearing pumps damn it anyways (laughs) if you would like to try what we think is the best lube ever in our personal opinion please go to uberlube.com you can use coupon code shameless sex and you get 10% off and free shipping and you can join the Uberloop fan club. You ready for a bio? Yeah. <laughs> Lisa Welsh is a sexual empowerment and pleasure coach who helps people to overcome sexual shame and insecurities so they can step into their true orgasmic nature. She specializes in helping busy women ditch guilt so they can feel sexy and playful again. To learn more, visit It's Lisa Welsh. That's I T S. L-I-S-A-W-E-L-S-H dot com. But first... We know how busy life is, and planning a date night with your lover can seem like a bore or even a chore. Well, that is no more when you order a build-your-own-box from Like a Kitten. The BYOB is a customized date night in a box shipped right to you so you can unleash all your date night desires. Choose one item from each of their six sexy categories. And within each category, you have eight or more choices so you have access to everything you need to get your date night freak on. I love how you can customize each box with your choice of erotic essentials like vibrators and massage oils, lingerie and cozy robes, even sexy games or handcuffs. The best part of this box is it's only $69. Some of the vibrators alone cost more than that. And right now, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 20% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash shameless or enter code shameless at checkout. Just go to likeakitten.com slash shameless or use code shameless to get 20% off of these incredible boxes. Likeakitten.com slash shameless. The link is in the episode's description. Go get your date night freak on. All right, it's interview time. All right, everyone, it is interview time. One of these days, I'm I'm like, I need to change saying that. It's interview time, but I always say that because it's interview. It's podcast time. Well, maybe you should say it now like that. Get ready for the P to the O to the D to the C to the A-S-T. <laughs> well, you get, she, was, podcast she used to win the spelling bees, everyone. <laughs> um, yeah. So we are here with Lisa Welsh. You already heard a little bit about her in our in the bio, in the intro here. Uh, we're talking about sex and pleasure for really busy people. Uh, uh, anyone listening, if you're saying this doesn't apply to you, um, kudos to you. You are a very lucky person. I think most people at some point in their lives at least will be able to relate to this conversation. Um, we'll talk about everything from being busy with jobs, with kids, all the things that make it so that we're really busy in this modern day and age. Um, but Lisa, welcome to our show. And I'm just going to invite in a prompt. Can you please tell us how you got to where you are today in the field of sex? And pleasure and busyness. 
Ooh, that's a good question. Well, hello, Amy and April. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you. And how did I get to where I am today? Because I realized at the ripe old age of 30 that it's about time I stopped faking orgasms and actually learned to have some pleasure. <laughs> I just found myself faking to like make it happen, to look the part, to tick it off my to-do list and like get on to the other things that were still waiting for me to do. And sex was a chore, essentially, to just a duty. Mm. So that's how I knew that I needed to change. Was this in marriage or just in all relationships? Or when, like, were you faking and feeling like, where was that showing up? (laughs) I faked a lot. Um, And I think I faked in so many areas because I was... I put on like this big facade of who I thought I should be like it was a major trauma response but it was yeah I was just going through the motions I was pleasing everybody I was trying to be all the things and hadn't even really ever checked in with who I thought you know who I actually was or what I actually wanted and definitely didn't consider my pleasure a priority on any list on any of my to-do lists pleasure wasn't on it. And now it is. Yeah, yeah. And now it's at the top of the list. It's it's interesting. I think 2020, it's 2021 now when we're recording this, but 2020 really did because productivity actually finally it didn't stop for a lot of people, but they had to be productive in a different way. And people's busyness went from 100 to probably 10 in a lot of ways and a lot of in a lot of places in the world. So let's talk about why. Number one, I mean, I think I understand because I am one of those doers, a productive human. I'm like, I want to check all the boxes of my day and get everything done. And pleasure is, is huge in my life, but it's not always a priority. So why do you think productivity is valued above pleasure, at least in the Western world, when we're speaking to uh, folks, you know, in, in the Western areas of the world? And how does does this particular productivity uh, obsession, if you will, affect sex and relationships? Yeah, I mean, it definitely is valued. We definitely don't, you know, run around saying, yeah, I finished. Like I had two orgasms today or maybe you do, which is great if you do. But in general, like we're like, yes, I woke up at 5 a.m. And yes, I went for a run and I read this book and then I did 10 press ups and I completed this thing. And like it's like that's what's valued. That's what we celebrate. That's what we get excited about. And that's what makes us feel important. We feel important when we get things done or when people need us. And, you know, we've got to be all these things to all these people. And like you said, that can be family, that can be clients, it can be um, employers, so many people that need from us and then we feel useful and valuable by giving. And we were trained that way as little girls, if we're if there are women listening or as little boys, as whatever we are, we were trained to to be good, to sit quietly, to do the things, and we were rewarded for that. And so it just leaves us with this kind of uncomfortable feeling of, you know, oh, will I be like, will I still be valued as a good person if I ditch my to-do list and do something that feels good? When in fact, if you're doing something that you've been told is naughty, that just like it's like a total mind, you know. <laughs> you can say fuck mind on your. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, my brain was like, oh, shall I say that? Um, it's shameless yeah. sex. Fuck, fuck, fuck. fuck Sorry, fuck, mom. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 
productivity is valued above pleasure and so that is why we do it because we try to earn you know we like to earn and prove ourselves that we're a good person and it depends on what your particular upbringing has been but there is generally some kind of element of that and we've been taught that that a good person is somebody who does all the things and especially you know if you're a mother and you've got to like be the perfect mom and you've got to be with the perfect wife and you've got to be the perfect friend and cook the perfect meal and make it look great on the plate and lose the weight and have the hair done and and, you know, your boobs can't be saggy and, you know, you should shave your legs. Like It's like endless, actually. It's exhausting. And like you say, pleasure, it might be important to you, but we still don't necessarily value it in the same way because it feels indulgent and it feels like a waste of time. And it feels like I'll get to it later when I've earned it, when I've worked hard enough, when I'm exhausted to the bone. Do I think, OK, maybe I deserve a little bit of pleasure? But actually, pleasure can be so beneficial. It can be energizing. And it's a it's a real huge like power thing to add into your day to just help you get through all the shit. <laughs> totally. It's like it's medicine. It reminds me of the, the, that uh, view of the 1950s housewife oh, in, in the the that kind of uh, skirt and dress and hello dear Stepford wife here's your yeah, yeah here's your newspaper and your breakfast and then I'm vacuuming and then you know then they're fucking and that's when I think <laughs> they were taking a lot of Adderall taking, at, no, at, like in the day speed, speed yes, in the day speed. and then a whole like some quaaludes at yeah, night, at night <laughs> when they were like legal and prescribed yeah. and she was like I'm gonna fuck you like a rabbit and then I'm done and then I'm done yeah yeah. yeah, and that's I think like a very traditional. I think if way. I was alive, then I would be he- heavily medicated most of the time too. Fuck, if I had to stay home all day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not if I was alive, but if I was in that set, that situation where, and I you know, so I know plenty of, and this isn't just for moms, right? We're speaking to busy people in general. Yeah, I know plenty of moms where this isn't the case. Like they love being a stay-at-home mom, and they're very active, and they're doing all these things. They're not just like sitting there and just caretaking. They're like going on adventures with their kids. Yeah. I know moms that also stay home too, and um, and I know a lot of busy people. I'm putting April right. Right now, who is she's like one of the busiest people I know. She's actually, uh, you're actually really good at still finding time for pleasure, like when sex and masturbation and things like so. So kudos to you. And I think April and I both struggle with um, even the pleasure of self care sometimes. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's like different categories here. Um, so I think we'll speak to all these different pieces. I mean, pleasure within relationship, mm-hmm. pleasure within sex, and, and then pleasure within just self care here, um, just at, just for ourselves. Pleasure when you're exhausted and yes. you still have to make it a priority because I think that's what I hear from a lot of folks that when are parents the most. or they're overworked. They're like, I don't even think about sex right now. I don't feel the slightest bit horny or, mm-hmm. or turned on by it. And I'm like, I get it. I yeah. get it. But that's when it's still important, right? Yeah. To make yeah. it a priority on some level. Absolutely. Exactly what you said there. Because if you're exhausted, you can't feel horny because your body needs to replenish first. Like, Our bodies, sex comes after survival. So we have to take care of those things first. If we, if our nervous system is burned out and we are just overwhelmed and stressed, stress is the biggest libido killer. I know you guys know that. But like if that is there first, then we have to find ways of easing that. And I think something that I really love to talk about is the way that stress and trauma and, you know, all the crappy stuff of life can exist at the same time as pleasure. They can actually coexist you can bring in pleasure to help you in those tough moments like you know when you're feeling really stressed and some of the times I've had like really difficult conversations for example I would be finding pleasure in like the glass like I would be holding a glass and I'd be running my fingers on it and just feeling the texture of the glass on my fingertips and like letting myself feel that 
feel the pleasure. There's actually so much pleasure you can access in that way and letting it slow you down and get embodied and remind you to breathe. And so, in fact, something you can do is just like hack your environment for pleasure. Like, What can you do to make your workspace more pleasurable? How can you access your senses with fresh flowers and scented candles beautiful textures like a chair that's just so feels so good to like relax in and it's like it doesn't have to be like quickly like finding the vibrator for a second it's like what can you do to hack it so that already no matter what happens when that difficult email comes in you're already feeling like that little bit better it's like microdosing pleasure and layering it on like layering a layer of pleasure it's like it's like a cheating almost, you know, you could be on a zoom call and you can be like rubbing your hands on your thighs, like, you know, not like super turning yourself on, but just touching yourself or squeezing your pelvic floor and reminding yourself that you are a hot blooded human. <laughs> I So w- one thing that comes to mind for me as you're saying all of this, I love these of the microdosing pleasure. I was going to ask about that, what you meant by that. And so I understand it's like these little tiny things, which reminds me of um, Guy who did the love like the French but this is about romance and he was talking about and I'm not going to do a fake French accent because I'm terrible at it I can do it yeah you do it okay so he was saying that you microdose romance it's Mm -hmm. the littlest tiny so wait you must microdose romance (laughs) yeah I love that so because people think it's always the big gesture and so then we don't have time for the big gesture that takes five or six hours it's every little tiny thing every little thing that we say every little look every little act of service of love and so you're saying that too with pleasure but also I like what you're saying too also with your couch and actually you know what comes to mind such a weird example my dad has been sitting oh yeah sorry (laughs) so my dad has been sitting in the most uncomfortable chair every night of his life watching TV and eating his dinner and has never changed it and is not someone that seeks pleasure and I'm not going to go everyone knows I have daddy issues if you listen to a lot of our episodes Um, but I just thought of that and sometimes I see my own ways of compromising pleasure of just like being uncomfortable and 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 like no because i have to be i'm working and no i can't focus and and also bring in all these other elements so i love that you said that i'm gonna try to do that on my own um (laughs) big question though here though we get this a lot what about so there's folks who say you know parents non-parents i'm just too busy i don't have time to bring in sex and connection into my relationship or with myself or to masturbate yet they're still scrolling on instagram they're watching the netflix so what is your advice to those who like for me i'm like I'm pretty sure we can all find at least 10 minutes every day and there's ways that we are distracting ourselves that are not, and maybe it seem, Netflix seems pleasurable or whatever, but it is an embodied pleasure. So what's your advice for those people? Yeah, you're right. Firstly, yes, we can always say we don't have time. That is the easiest response. That's the easiest thing that we can go to and say, I don't have time for pleasure. I'll just skip it. I'll just do it later next time. And then obviously we don't get that benefit, the compound benefit of adding pleasure on top of each other. So what you can do then is prioritize, like, what are you actually doing with your day, right? This is super unsexy, but how can you prioritize and how can you organize your life to get more pleasure, right? So by prioritizing, literally look at what you're spending your time on. Your time is your most precious resource. What are you spending it on? Go and look on your cell phone and see how many hours a day you actually are on social media. Like that can be really like, you might not want to look and believe like, I can't believe I did that. But by actually looking at it and looking at the other things, like 
you do have time. You're just choosing it to be used somewhere else. You're choosing to use it somewhere else. So by actually taking down an inventory of where your daily hours are going, doing a little diary if you want to, and saying, what do I spend my time on in the mornings? Like, where am I wasting time? Like, you can easily waste your mornings on Instagram. But mornings, my husband and I are morning people. So before we touch the phones, we just touch our genitals, you know, you got to just like find a spot for that. Like where, as simple as that, what are you prioritizing and what can you delegate? What can you delete? What can you just get out of to make more space? You need space. That is the one thing. Prioritizing is like enormous and organizing. How can you make your life a bit more simple? How can you just like prepare to give your like to give tomorrow you more space as well like what can you do can you batch things can you batch cooking can you do carpools can you complete all all of one kind of task in a day like it is just being a little bit more grown up about it because pleasure is necessary do what you've got to do to make it happen that includes scheduling time for masturbation and sex I love that you talked about being good to your future self. I do that all the time. I'm like, my future April is going to be so stoked that I did this because I will, before I leave on a big trip, I'll make sure my house is in order Mm -hmm. so I don't come back and I have a stinky garbage can or so these kinds of things though, they carry over into your pleasure. I wash all my sex toys. So there's nothing weird on them. (laughs) I I make sure that I, I, my environment is really important, but I taught, I, I, talk about this, not to myself, but to other people about being nice to your future self. So I loved that you said that because it is a thing like you don't want to dread even even like especially with pleasure. Oh, no, I don't have any sex toys that are charged right now. When Mm -hmm. I go home, I know they're all dead. So you have to charge up your sex toys before you go on a trip or during your trip. Or have a battery operated one as well, just in case. Yeah, (laughs) your sex toys. Totally. And then even if even if genital touching maybe with your partner in the morning isn't your thing, just dropping into the pleasure zone of, of touching each other in general, that maybe some hair stroking or some leg caressing as you were talking about, or uh, discussing what you want to do later on in the day when you do have time for pleasure. So I love that. So you're a mum as, uh, as uh, a mom. They, they say in England, which I love, a mummy. And you have... I know you have kids and I'm not sure how many uh, and feel free to share if you want. So for those folks out there with children, life's a lot different than folks that don't have children. So do you have any specific tips for those busy people with kids out there? Yes, definitely. So I do. I have multiple children. (laughs) How many? Ten? I have five. I have two teenage sons and also a stepson who so they're like 11, 13 and 15. And they also like come with multiple friends. So there's like always a lot of loads of testosterone in my house. And (laughs) they do bring their own challenge. That's for sure. And children of all ages bring their own individual challenges. And this is one of the reasons that I really advocate for scheduling sex, because if you don't, it won't happen. It just won't. So scheduling for sex looks different depending on where you are in your life. But the reason that I think it's important is because it also allows you to prepare yourself like mentally, like, okay, tonight's the night. Maybe you can start to get yourself ready. Maybe shave your legs if that's what you want to do. Do something with the kids. So (laughs) whether that is like make sure that you're together while the child is napping or you call on a favor for childcare or you sneak off in the car somewhere or a hotel or like 
make it important. It's not just going to happen, but if the baby takes a nap and you've got some energy left, go and just connect. Do some macro dose of romance. Like, I think that, I love that. Like, then it can just build to that. It stokes that fire. Like, I really, really feel like there's this fire of pleasure. And if, if you don't ever put anything on that fire, it is going to be, it's going to take a little bit more effort to get it going a little bit more, mm. but, um, and so, it- go on. Oh, no, go ahead. I'll, I had just asked me to add to that. But yeah, you sat, you have, I'll, I'll add after. <laughs> okay, cool. Don't forget it. So I was going to say, um, like, don't be shy to put yourself and your pleasure above the children sometimes because the children are mm. wonderful, like they're great and everything. But, you know, your foundation of you as an individual, if it's just you parenting or you and your partner's partner, if you're co-parenting, then it matters that you that you check in and have pleasure for yourself and each other because that intimacy is what kind of the whole family blooms from. And the kids are going to learn somehow. Like we're quite open, as you could probably tell, as a sex educator with teenage boys, they know exactly what I do. But even if they didn't, there are ways of understanding their daily habits and, and, and fitting my daily habits around that so that everybody has space and everybody is respected and understanding that actually, yes, the parents' space is respected and, and their privacy is necessary. And if the door is closed, don't come in. All right, time for a quick break. This podcast is free to you because of our amazing sponsors like Everlywell. If you make pleasure a priority in your life, your sexual health should also be top of mind. Knowing your STD status protects you and your partners. And finally, you can discreetly test yourself at home with Everlywell. Everlywell offers affordable at-home lab tests that give you trusted, physician-reviewed results. The STD test allows you to test from the privacy of your own home with no doctor's visits or surprise medical bills. It's super easy. Everlywell ships your test straight to your door with everything you need for a simple sample collection. Ship your test with a prepaid shipping label, and then your physician-reviewed results are sent online in just days. Everlywell also offers tests including metabolism, sleep and stress, thyroid, testosterone, fertility, and so much more. I recently took their food sensitivity test and I learned all about the types of foods that I should steer clear of to optimize my health. It was quick, convenient, and now I have more peace of mind about how to treat this precious temple of mine. And you can too, because for our listeners of the show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com shameless. That's everlywell.com slash shameless for 20% off your at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash shameless. Go check it out. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com. OMGS is a research-based online program that teaches you all about how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made beautiful animated modules and super honest short videos to give you ways to reach even more pleasure. I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years, and it's been changing their lives. We all know pleasure is fluid and ever-changing, so why not add more tools to your pleasure tool belt? OMGS is for everyone, so whether you are a vulva owner or you just love vulvas, OMGS will give you the techniques to get your O face on. There are two seasons to choose from and hundreds of gorgeous videos to explore, so go see what science says about pleasure and visit omgs.com slash shameless. That's omgs.com slash shameless to get $5 off your OMGS access. Again, omgs.com slash shameless. Go check it out. 
Now back to the show. Hang a little sock from yeah. the door or like a little tie. Like, do not bother mom and dad oh, or and, mom and mom. Or and, dad. What yeah. and what I was going to say about that is yeah. it's a great lesson. You're setting a great example. You're showing that because we are in a, a culture, so many cultures that are that are prioritizing busyness and um, and prioritize or, or deprioritizing pleasure or, or self-care. And so if you do that as a parent, you're showing that to your kids that that's what you do. And then they grow up. I mean, I have plenty of clients where this is the case. They're trying to unlearn that or relearn that their pleasure is okay. And not just pleasure, joy, happiness, yeah. you know, going to the yoga class, um, you know, whatever, whatever that is, but also modeling healthy, healthy sex. And, you know, yeah. if you're in a happy relationship, marriage, something, boyfriend, girlfriend status, and you have kids um, and showing and maybe you're not having sex in front of them. I'm not necessarily saying that everyone, but, you know, at, at certain ages, I think it's OK for them to know that you are sexual beings. They will figure it out at some point, just so you know. And, yeah. um, and you know, and showing that affection and making time for it. And like you said, you know, if you don't do that, then you're kind of depleted there and, and you're, then that carries over into your parenting. And the other thing that came to mind for me is um, Tim Ferriss. He has a mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. The 4-Hour Work Week. Oh, right. Because you're talking about organization, getting clear on, like, your space. It's almost like applying 4-Hour work, work Week but to pleasure mm-hmm. where you're seeing where are the ways that I – what are the things that I can either do less of and then maybe have someone else do or not even – I don't actually don't really need to do or I can ask for help in um, and then create more of, like, efficiency. I, I, just, I just really like that because I, I did that with, with business a long time ago. I don't have kids, so I haven't had to do it in that department. Uh, but I think it sounds really, really impactful and valuable. Yeah, what a great way of thinking of it. I love that. I love Tim Ferriss's thoughts on the yeah, It absolutely does work. Yeah, good one. Work I loved that. Smarter, not harder. Yeah, work smarter, but not harder. You can All fuck harder. And yeah. smarter. And softer. And softer. And slower. Yes. Well, and that was the other thing I was say, going to say, too, again, so work, I've worked with some clients as well who are parents. And again, not just speaking to parents, but when you say, okay, say I only have 20 minutes today mm-hmm. for pleasure yeah, because I'm, I'm really busy. I could go on Instagram. I'm not going to. I'm going to do pleasure. So they're like, yeah, but 20 minutes is not enough time to have sex. So are you saying, because you're talking about microdosing, does, does sex or touching genitals or intimacy, is that a very broad? Is it yeah. just, is it more? Than just is than just penetration, or what are you talking about there? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yes, if you have time to lie down, get horizontal for ten minutes. Sometimes that can be so good, and just like breathe, and just maybe like feel your boobs a little. You know, if you have boobs or your nipples, if you have nipples, right? Just literally lie down. Go lie down, and if your hand just suddenly finds your vibrator, and it's like okay, all right. If it doesn't, it's okay. <laughs> like even that, just literally lying down for ten minutes. I read it somewhere like that is really beneficial, like (sighs) slow your body down. And and when you do that, when you just it's like you're giving yourself permission to slow down and come back to the center, recalibrate. Who knows what you might open up to later on because you've allowed yourself that chance. And, you know, when you're calmer, when you're not overly stressed, things are easier right? Like things just get done easier, more, more efficiently when you're not frazzled. So by actually taking a pause, it's like you're slowing down to hurry up. You're slowing down, recalibrate. Okay, now we can go on with the rest of our day without like losing our mind. 
I know that's not very realistic for a lot of people, but can there be a point in your day when you do that? If you're getting in from the office, can you just take three to five minutes even to lie down and just, or take a shower? I, I like to call it going through the pleasure portal. So you, you, you move from one phase of your life into a more of a pleasurable phase, but you can't just, you're not a, you're not a switch. You can't just switch into it. So what works for you and as your personal pleasure portal, like an activation. So maybe it's a bubble bath. For me, it's a bubble bath all the time, a bubble bath. But maybe it's a shower. Maybe it's an ice cold glass of water. Maybe it's a run. Maybe it's stroking the dog. Maybe it's playing with the kids. Maybe it's, you know, listening to music or an audiobook. But what do you do that takes you from go, go, go mode into a pleasurable mode? Like it can take five minutes or you can take two hours, you know, you can do meditation and breath work and you can smudge and everything. <laughs> you can you can make it as fancy as you like, or it can literally be getting in the shower, having a bit of a uh, rage scream, stomping up and down, wash your hair. Okay, ready for the next bit of the day. <laughs> Just ease you in. <laughs> well, I was spinning today. I was spinning out of control in my brain about all of the things I had going on and I was feeling so overwhelmed and stressed. I could feel like I get this thing in my neck that just uh, hurts when I feel like I'm, I'm overly stressed. It's like, I know that that's my body being like, yo, April, take a minute. So I did a 10 minute meditation, uh, and just the 10 minute meditation where I was just all I, all I was doing, and this is easy. Anyone can do it was just, I was just counting my breaths in and out and it brought me mm -hmm down. It brought my heart rate down. I could see from my Apple watch, my, like my BPMs lowered. It's, it was yeah. insane. It looked like I was on a jog before that, but it was just me stressing about literally that's what anxiety is, right? It's like stressing about the future. And I can understand when people are in that space and they've been in that space for a long time and they're not practiced with how to, how to chill out, right? Because it's difficult to switch your brain and and the breath, I think, is the we've said this so many times. It's like your own medicine that you carry with you every second. And just breathing 20 seconds can change the rest of your day by just breathing and focusing on your breath for 20 mm -hmm. seconds. And then you can be a better human to yourself, to your kids, to your friends, to your partner, to your to the cashier at the grocery to store, your pets. to your pets. That's, and that's, it's like all of these things are interwoven together mm. and they really are all important pieces. And, uh, I know that I'm a better person when I take at least 10 minutes for myself every day. I'm a better employee. I'm a better podcaster. So uh, I love that advice. Um, the bubble bath is great. Uh, but for me, I'm like, it takes too much time for the bath to fill up. That's like how how ridiculous sometimes uh, my my head goes. But the 10 minutes, it can seem like forever when you're first starting. But then totally. it goes by so fast. And if you feel like 10 minutes is too much, do five minutes. Well, and one thing that I want to just add, add to that is, so there's like some step in between that's hard for people. Because right now we're talking about, cause like, okay, I'll speak for April 9 too, because I have to speak for us a lot. We're the same person. The Amy's and the April's. We know all the tools. All right, meditate, breath, do the yoga, journal, take the bath. But sometimes it is like that in-between step. That's the hard part. It's like I come home. All right, I know I'm stressed as fuck. I know I can need this self-care or pleasure. Or my partner and I are disconnected and we need this. 
And there's that in between step that, that I, th- and I think it like April uses word practice. And then, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of probably my guess is, is it's a just people being out of practice. And the more you practice it, the easier it is to take that step to do the thing that your brain knows. You know, Lisa made a whole list of five million things. God, I love five million things of all the things that you can do to bring more pleasure in your life. But to take the action to actually start doing them mm. is hard and can feel like you're climbing a mountain, but through more practice, then it can become more natural. Do you agree with that? Or do you have some, uh, some other something else to add to that I do agree with what you're saying you're right it's hard to like but I just don't have time to do all of that so then what you can do is make a practice of making yourself a drink and but it has to be your favorite drink obviously for me it's going to be a cup of tea that's going to be what I choose but then what you have to do is go and find the your favorite cup right so you choose you open your cupboard which is the favorite cup okay this one now I'm going to boil the kettle or, you know, prepare your cool drink if you prefer, but I'm going, still going with the tea. If if my mum's listening, I will always use a teapot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mum. <laughs> and, you know, you're going to warm your cup with the boiling water and swirl the water around. But what you're actually doing is focusing 100% on making this incredible drink for yourself. And you're taking time to do it. All of your energy is there. It's like um, that tack. Thich Nhat Hanh, I think that's his name, he's a monk who talks oh, about... Oh, Thich Nhat Hanh. Yeah, Thich Nhat Hanh. You know, so he yeah. talks about bringing all of your presence and, and the power of that. So if all you can do at this moment is make the most perfect beverage for yourself and then sit down and drink it, <sighs> what a pleasure. <laughs> Man, I love that. Now, does that apply to wine and a a cocktail? It could be a mocktail, too. Or or a cocktail. Or a cocktail. Or Or, (laughs) or cracking open a beer and pouring it into an ice-cold glass. 100% yes. Especially for me, I really like a glass that feels nice on my lips. Like, mmm. You want a nice, you want to like really tune in to how it feels to drink that drink, every aspect, how it feels in your hand, how it feels on your lip, how it feels in your mouth, how it feels going down. Like, mmm. <laughs> That's a little intermediary and with food, step. With food too, you could do that with food, and because food, I feel like is the closest thing to sex, really, for me out there. And you could just every intention of what levels are you tasting, even if it's macaroni and cheese. Do you eat macaroni and cheese in the UK? Yes, we do. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird some places. They're like, oh, like that? mac and cheese until yes. they try, and they're like, "That's amazing!" <laughs> oh my god, it's delicious. <laughs> And I'm in South Speaking Africa of now, mac and, and they cheese. still have it over here. Like, it's a global dish. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Very good. Well, my ex-husband from Israel thought it was the weirdest thing to cheese, put cheese on noodles. So I'm always like, do you have that? And so speaking of food, by the way, <laughs> uh, so you have this uh, quote talking about making your own menu of pleasure hors d'oeuvres. So can you elaborate on this and, and, and let us know what you mean by this? Oh, definitely. So, yeah, so that is we've touched on so many of them. So it is. But it is what do, what feels good to you? What would make you feel a tiny bit better in this moment? Or what would make something feel even more manageable, like slightly more manageable? What is a low-hanging fruit pleasure for you? Like, what are your favorite things? For me, it is a bubble bath. For you, it is not a bubble bath because it takes too long. But like, you know, it could be hanging out with your plants. It could be phoning your mom. It could be avoiding your mom. It could be... It's the things that feel good to you, but intentionally decide what they are. Think about it. What music actually improves my mood? Make a bloody playlist. 
go and choose them. Like it's simple, like they're really simple, but you have to be intentional about what actually does it for you, like what feels good. So that in those moments when it all feels too much, you think, okay, let's go back to that list. Okay, let's do one of those things. It can be anything. It can be gazing at a crystal. It can be lovingly caressing a, a rose. Like sometimes like that's quite fun. It's quite saucy. <laughs> so, so you're saying so what's helpful is for people sit like would you say make sit down and make that list so that later when your mind's blank and you're stressed out and you don't know and add to it and like my guess is like make, like add every little tiny thing on there and then you can check it in that moment yeah. and be like what's what speaks but to me what now do people say instagram is that is that pleasure source for them right is that, because some people no. really do get off on oh that is my thing i really like tiktok I like being on Facebook for an hour. Right. So is that something that you would suggest maybe uh, including or kind of staying away from that if that Mm. is your pleasure source? What do you think about this? It's a tricky one because if you can genuinely, genuinely tell yourself that, yes, I feel better after spending five hours on TikTok. I feel great after that. Really gets me juiced up. Is that true? Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. You've got to be honest with yourself here. It's so addictive. That's the thing. Like, it's so easy to get sucked, sucked in. Oh, no, there's no time for anything else now. So if, if it genuinely is the thing that does it for you, then fair enough. I'm not judging anyone. If you want to be on those social media, I'm, yeah, I'm addicted too. I'm one of, the, I'm one of you. But um, yeah. if it's like, this really is a space for things that genuinely uplift you in little tiny little doses. Like I said, just a little taster is going to give you that little, it's like a, a quick feedback, a fast turnaround. So yeah, snacking on things that don't necessarily suck you in. Like it's like a Pringles. Do you get Pringles over there? Oh, we do. Yeah. Yeah, so once like my once pop you just, can't stop. Yeah, yeah. it sort of pops <laughs> in my mind. Like you don't really want Pringles, but like maybe a, a one beautiful delectable chocolate treat. That like you just yeah. have one and you really savor it and then you move on. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you're so damn salty. Well, and I think everything is so want, damn salty. You need more. And everything is about balance. If we're speaking to the social media thing, I think a lot of people just aren't staying aware and in tune. And then you know, all, five minutes feels good. Ten minutes feels good. And then all of a sudden, hours gone by, and you're like, I don't feel good right now. But we miss that moment for when it started to turn into not feeling good. And that doesn't just apply to social media, but social media is very brilliantly designed Sweet. to do that to you. Yeah. So. I love crime shows, but I know they're not good for me. Yeah, but maybe just like 10 minutes of a crime show or like a half an hour. But they last for 30 minutes. And actually, no, they're not good for her because they're just all paranoid and shit. We go on business trips and she's like, you gotta lock the door. I know. (laughs) But it's like a guilty pleasure. Like if someone asked what my guilty pleasure was, it would be crime shows. Like it's like, I love crime shows. Uh, I I do too. But you can't really stop in the middle because then you don't know what happened. And they might still be out there. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's, why, that's why 10 minutes does not work well but i'm hearing the moral the moral of the story is it's different for everyone so we all have our own preferences and desires and needs for what means what what pleasure means including sex relationships and the little micro doses of pleasure that don't even have anything to do with eroticism and it's helpful to get more organized i like summarizing things make make lists of all get creative make this, this list of hors d'oeuvres pleasure hors d'oeuvres um, from everything sexual to non-sexual and so that when you're feeling those moments of I need to connect with myself or my partner or something, then you can access them and make them a motherfucking priority. Mm -hmm. And with that, Lisa, 
you have an online course. I'm pretty sure you work with people. You have an online course. This is your specialty. Can you tell us a little more about the online course, how people can find you, how they can work with you, including social media, because we're not saying anti-social media. I'm pretty sure you have an Instagram, but <laughs> just people, you know, when you go to see Lisa's Instagram, just, you know, microdosing. Yeah, just <laughs> microdose me. And you can. I'm only four foot 11, so you can microdose me. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm a pleasure pixie. Um, oh, cute. <laughs> so um, I actually do have an audio course, which is called Seven Day Pleasure Plan. It is designed for busy people. It is like you literally put it on your headphones and then like I just I'm just going to like ease into your day. You can still do all of your productive stuff. And I'm just going to be like, pleasure, 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 pleasure. <laughs> so you yep. can actually get day one for free right now and my uh, website is itslisawelsh.com and my instagram is itslisawelsh and yeah i do i do love instagram i'm a little bit addicted as well so yeah i'd always love to hang out over there Uh, Well, we love having you over here, digitally, that is, and uh, thank you, (laughs) thank you for sharing, taking time out of your busy life and sharing with our listeners. They really do love juicy tips and everybody is busy these days, so let's face it, no matter what, uh, this is great information for folks. So go check out Lisa Welsh's uh, site and uh, also, yes, go check her out on Instagram. Uh, Again, I want to spell it for folks. It will be on our page, but it's L. It's uh, it's Lisa Welsh dot com. So I T S L I S A. Oh, it's it's Lisa Welsh dot com, not yeah. Lisa Welsh dot com. No, it, yeah. oh. it's Lisa Welsh. Oh, good thing we correct. Okay, <laughs> cool. W E L S H dot com Welsh. And uh, are you Welsh? No, I'm British. You're from. Oh. I'm British. But listen, <laughs> this is I... the funny thing. I'm from England. My um, my previous married surname was French. The word French. Oh. Now my current oh, married oh. surname is Welsh, the na- the word Welsh. <laughs> yeah, you're That's like, funny. I'm not from Wales and I'm not from France. But <laughs> yes. either way, it works. It's easy enough. So thank That's you, fun. though, Lisa. It's yeah, been such you. a pleasure indulging a little bit with you. And to all of our listeners out there, you know, it's the end of the show. And, you know, I love to encourage folks to drink wine if they like wine. Go Microdose. to <laughs> on some wine. Go to marginswine.com and taste some boutique small batch wine that's beautifully made by the winemaker, Megan Bell, who that's her passion in life. That's her pleasure in life as well. We love her. And it is California wine. And uh, if you want to save some moolah on that, uh, in the United States, that is. Uh, you can uh, use code SHAMELESSSEX10. You save 10% on three or more bottles. If you want to buy six or more bottles, use the code SHAMELESSSEX15, and you will save 15%. And remember, there's only three releases a year, small batch. So if you just sign up for the news- newsletter, you'll be in the know at when those releases come in. I think there's a fall release now, because it is fall Ooh. when we're recording this. So I do want to do one last just shout-out call to action for you listeners out there. We love you so much. We would love to read your reviews on iTunes of us. It helps more people find folks like Lisa Welsh, like Amy and April, like all of our beautiful guests. And five stars are preferred, but we read every single review. And uh, please do that right now. Just go ahead. It's super easy. We love you. Follow us on Instagram at Shameless Sex Podcast. We got shut down, but we're back. We we're back. back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, y'all. We will see you next Tuesday. Thank you for being part of the Shameless Sex Revolution. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? 
go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.